This morning we're going to be in uh, chapter 3 of the book of Revelation. I've asked Connor if he would uh, be willing to read it for us. And he said yes. So, uh, Connor, if you'll uh, read that for me, please. Heavenly Father, we just thank you. We thank you that we can meet today. We thank you that we can come to you at any given time. Lord, we just ask that you bless our time together. Guide and watch over me as I deliver your message to your people. In Jesus' name, amen. Many churches in America will find, um, find themselves in this scenario. What, what is that? The scenario is, okay, the success of the years of history in that particular church they're living off of. We used to do, we used to do, we used to do. There's nothing wrong with, with having the memories. There's nothing wrong with, with uh, trying to, um, what's the word I want to say? Um, trying to learn from that history. Nothing wrong with that. Trying to relive it, you can't. It's gone. It's no longer there. And we find a lot of our churches are just like Sardis. Sardis was a great church. Sardis was. Sardis is being challenged. You're not there anymore. How does that affect us in the here and now? We're not there anymore. 
part of what needs to happen is we find here in verses uh, three or chapter three and verses one and two. Okay, we need to recognize the need. What what is the need? What is our need today? Anybody? Oh, we have we have no needs. I guess we just pack up and go home, right? Part of what part of what happens in a church is a church is successful. Okay? We're going to use our church right here. Okay? As an example. And I may offend some of you, okay, but I'm not going to apologize for that because I think it needs to be said. Okay? For, for what I've been told, okay, this church was, was prospering at one time. And then we ran into some, into some difficulties. And then you almost shut the doors. So far? And then there was a struggle. There was decisions to be made. Do we close? Do we go away? Or do we fight and stay open? The fight was there. We're still open. And the point that we need to be making this morning is it's history. It's gone. Give it up. Not giving up what we're supposed to be doing. Give up living in the past. It, it's gone, folks. You'll, you'll never relive that again. And even if you do, it's not going to be the same. And I'm wondering this morning if Hill City looks at us as a Sardis, possibly. Um, notice this phrase here. I know your deeds. You have a reputation of being alive. But you're dead. What does Hill City say about First Southern Baptist here on Walnut Street? I could tell you what they said when we came into town. Would you like for me to repeat it? Came into town. Oh, who are you? This this was up at the hardware store. Okay. Who, who, who are you? It's like, okay, um, well, I'm the new pastor in town. Oh, what church are you going to? Um, First Southern Baptist. Oh, yeah, I know those folks. And correct me if I'm wrong, Mary, okay? 
She said, if you have difficulty in there, it's on you. Okay? If something happens, it, it, it's on you, Dan. Wow. What are they saying now? Notice here in verses 3, uh, yeah, verse 3, uh, no, let's, let's back up here a minute. There's, there's a challenge here. The challenge is wake up. What are we supposed to wake up from? Our slumber. Okay, thinking that we've arrived. Why are we doing what we're doing? We touched on it a little bit, okay, in Sunday school. But, but the underlying thing here is, is a lot of times we make things so mechanical. As if, as if okay, step one, step two, step three, step four, good to go, repeat. Is that indeed what we're doing? There's, two, there's a couple things here to remember in, in verses 3, uh, A and B. Um, what about the salvation that you received? Or maybe... Maybe we ought to back up here and search in your in your personal memory. When was the first time you heard about Jesus? Do you remember? When was that first time? things that we need we remember that in 2 Corinthians 5 21 it says that that Jesus was what he was made sin for us correct nod your head yes class absolutely now we know these things there's not a one of you that doesn't know this What are we doing with it? What are we doing with it? In James 1.22 it says to do what? Do what it says. It's not good enough to know. Okay? The demons know. And they what? And they shudder. We know, and we do what? Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, okay. 
What's wrong with us? What's wrong with us? should be the next step in your Christian walk. Especially if someone or somebody or forbid that, that, that God convicts us. What about sin in your life? What's the step? What's that step? We talked about it this morning. It's the R word. Okay. Or another R word. Repent. What does repentance mean? Repentance is more than being uh, than saying I'm sorry. Repentance needs to be a change in your lifestyle. Repentance needs to be an about face if you will. Lamentations um, 3 and verse 40 talks about um, repentance being a, a change of mind followed by a change of behavior. Wow. How many of us, how many of us do the, uh, the daily thing of Lord forgive me of my sin and all that and then go right back to it. Look, I don't need a show of hands. Okay, we all do it. We all do it. Is that the way it's supposed to be? No. No. Do we find ourselves there over and over again? Dr. Head, yes, class. <coughs> What's wrong with us? Well, in case you haven't known, know this about your pastor, okay, um, your pastor isn't perfect. Now, in my mind, I'm a legend in my own mind. Look, and I got everything going on, and it's, you know better. So the question for me And I don't like this question. But I have to ask it of myself. I understand what repentance is supposed to be. I understand it's supposed to be a change in behavior. I struggle with that because I find myself doing the same behaviors over and over again. That shouldn't be. But the question 
is a tough question for me to answer. And it goes like this for me. What if, what would happen if Jesus were to come back while I'm engaging in my pet sin? Man, that shouldn't be. And you might say, well, how, how do you think like that? <laughs> I think like that all the time. It's like, Lord, I'm here. I fail miserably, day in and day out. Please let me keep short accounts with you. Please, can, can you tarry till I get it right? That shouldn't be. And we find the church here at Sardis. Not only, okay, living in the past, the glory years of whatever their church was. And, and, and you find documented in Scripture that Sardis had something going on. They, they were good. But then, as we all do, we try to live off our reputation. From yesteryear. But scripture's calling us to repent. Repent of what? Okay. Individually, yes. As a church, look, let's stop living in the past. I'll give you a prime example. Okay. And I know I'm going to offend some people. Okay. But hey, supposedly I got broad shoulders I can handle. Okay. At one time, I think this church had a bus ministry, did it not? Absolutely. Okay. That was great, was it not? Brought a lot of kids in and all that. Okay. Why can't we do it today? Here's, here's an example why we can't do it today. Okay. Do we have somebody with a CDL that's willing to do it? Power on. Thank you. Okay. There's one there. Do you realize what the liability will be? You can't afford it. Insurance? It's going to be, it's cost prohibitive. Now, I'm not downplaying the effectiveness of it, okay, but quit living, living in the past and let's deal with it here and now. 
What can we do here and now? Well, I'm glad you asked that. Okay, We can't do the bus ministry as a church. You can certainly pick them up and bring them yourself. We get hung up, okay, honestly, okay, and it's just, we get hung up in the past, okay? I can't impress this enough this morning, okay? Celebrate the victories. Move on. We're not there. We have the we have the mindset sometimes of it was good then, it'll be good now. How's that working? Now there's some things, okay. Okay, I'm going to use a marriage as an example. There are some things, okay, that that applies to. It was good then, it was good now. Guys, be careful. Okay? And it's like, yeah, that, that was good, that was good, but that don't, don't, you know, you know what I'm talking about. But there's also some things, okay, in life where it's like, okay, it, it's time to move on, okay? We're not young anymore, okay? It's like, okay, that, that's just, we used to do this, we used to go here, we used to do that. And you go and you try to relieve, it just, it just doesn't happen. Celebrate those victories. Celebrate those happy times. Celebrate all that. But you know as well as I do, as you grow, as you get a little older, it's like, hey, th those are memories. What have we got now? It's the same way in the church. It's the same way in the church. Dr. Vance Havner said this. There's four, state, four stages in, in, in ministry, okay? And they go like this. There's a man. There's a movement. Okay? And then there's the machine. Okay? And then there's a monument. Sardis was in this last card category. Okay, it was a monument of things that were. 
let's not let's not be a Sardis. So let's refocus. That's the last R we're going to cover this morning. Let's refocus. How do we refocus? Well, glad you asked that. The focus was was kind of on the uh, attire, if you will. It talks about being dressed in white, does it not? In a passage here. Sardis was known for its wool industry and for the linen and all that, but they also had it, okay, it was known for the white garments that it produced. So this struck a chord, okay, with the people in Sardis. Focus on our attire. Be an overcomer. How do you overcome? Anybody? Be an overcomer. Focus on things which you know about your own life. Not your neighbor. We get get so wrapped up in going, oh, look what they're doing, look what they're doing, look what they haven't done. Okay? What about turning that focus into our own life, okay, and cleaning up the house here? Mark chapter 9 and verse 3. Let's turn there momentarily. Mark chapter 9, verse 3. His clothes became a dazzling white, whiter than anyone in the world could bleach them. What's it talking about there? Talking about the transfiguration, correct? Okay. Can you imagine being there and seeing, basically, it's the Shekinah glory of, of the Father. I supposed to obtain that? Well, it comes down to this. Am I where I should be in my walk with the Lord? Are my accounts with not only my Lord, but we talked about this in Sunday school, with others 
as well. Are, are those accounts where they should be? Does my brother have aught against me? I'm supposed to go to my brother, not wait for him to come to me. How many of us are willing to do that? It, it all talks in the, about relationship. And we tend to forget that we can't have a perfect relationship with our Heavenly Father if we have something going on here. It starts there. Absolutely. But then, then there's something else that, that needs to happen here. Matthew 10, 32, and... and Excuse me. Matthew 10.32 says this. If you proclaim me before men, I will proclaim you before my Father. Who said that? How are we proclaiming Jesus before men? Do we do it with boldness? Do we do it with, eh, okay, I'm obligated to do this thing, so I guess I'm going to do it. Don't really want to, but that's what, if I, if, if, if God's going to, you know, if Jesus is going to proclaim me to the Father, well, I guess I better just, Check the block. No. That's not how it works. We are to boldly proclaim him to men. That means no fear. Now that doesn't mean we get obnoxious, okay? We don't grab somebody by the collar and say, you know, do or die. That's not what it means. But be, but be who you're supposed to be. Proclaiming that your Savior before men. Now, by way of review, we have this. Wake up! We're not there anymore. Be watchful. What am I watching for? Opportunities. Where can, where can I share Jesus? How can I share Jesus? Repent. 
bow our knee to the Savior in repentance and say, Lord, help me to live a life that is honoring to you. That doesn't mean, okay, that doesn't mean that, that, that you have weeping and, and, and gnashing of teeth and all the blubberous, okay? That may come. That's not repentance. That's just emotions. True repentance, and we talked about it, okay, is walking away, turning around, and going a different direction. Not coming back, okay, I know this is going to be crude, but not coming back like a dog to his vomit. No! Let's go this way. Turn. And above all, remember, remember God's word, not only here, Remember God's word and obey it. Obey it. You know what that is? That's a formula, formula for revival. Pure and simple. How about it, folks? Where are we at? Let's pray.